Hi, this is Steve Nerlick from Cheap Astronomy. And this is CubeSats. Remember how a few geeky nerds got computers, and then everyone got computers? And then a few people got smartphones, and then everyone got smartphones? So maybe it's a bit of a stretch to suggest the next big thing will be CubeSats, but they are now definitely a thing. Indeed, CubeSats are currently leading what's called the democratization of space. A CubeSat is a small satellite built around some rigidly defined design parameters. So a one-unit CubeSat is a cube, 10 by 10 by 10 centimetres, and its mass must not exceed 1.3 kilograms. Larger CubeSats then come in 3, 6 and 12 unit sizes, where a 3-unit CubeSat is built from 3 10 centimetre cube units joined in a line, and a 6-unit CubeSat may be two lines of 3 cubes all joined side by side, and 12 units may be two lines of 6 joined side by side. So although a 1-unit CubeSat really is a cube, the rest are generally rectangular, although you can go way up to 27 units, which is then a cube of 3 by 3 by 3 units, in other words, 30 by 30 by 30 centimetres. Anyhow, over 700 CubeSats of various sizes have been launched since the first one went up nearly 15 years ago, back in 2003. And since over 600 of those 700 have gone up in the last five years, the pace is clearly accelerating. Indeed, in February 2017, the Indian Space Agency set a new world record by launching 103 CubeSats on board its Polar Satellite Launch Vehicle. A good example of a CubeSat is the Planetary Society's LightSail A spacecraft which is due to be launched in early 2018. It's a three-unit CubeSat, which means it's around 30 by 10 by 10 centimetres in size, and with a mass of less than 5 kilograms. Two of the CubeSat units hold the stowed solar sail and the mechanism that will unfold the sail when it's in orbit. The remaining third of the LightSail A CubeSat holds the satellite guidance and support systems. The modular standardisation of CubeSats is useful in planning launch payloads, since a launch vehicle, either built or on the drawing board, will have a fixed volume in its nose cone and a fixed payload mass that it's able to get into orbit. And a launch is a launch, with a fixed and huge cost involved. So the last thing you want to do is to launch with unused capacity. For example, if a rocket is to launch a communication satellite of known mass and volume, the rocket owner can announce there is room for, let's say, 36 CubeSat units, because the owner knows what volume that involves, and the owner knows it won't represent more than 50 kilograms of mass. Then, various agencies with CubeSat interests can bid for places on board. Many rocket payloads are determined in this way more than a year ahead of their launch, 
sometimes even before the rocket has been built. So this all means that CubeSats are very good for the rocket business. And with economies of scale and competition driving prices down, CubeSats are becoming more affordable to consumers, if you call a couple of hundred grand affordable. It is at least affordable for some small to medium-sized enterprises, including universities. In recent years, CubeSats have also been launched from the International Space Station, and this may hint at how things will evolve in the future. Deploying CubeSats from the ISS is much more forgiving than on a rocket, as you can launch them from Earth, all wrapped up in lots of cushioning. Once at the station, they are then unwrapped by the astronauts, who can also do a pre-deployment check before they're released into space. The next step may be to build the CubeSats in space, perhaps even 3D printing them from scratch. That will then bypass all the tedious mucking about with launching, and you'll be able to build CubeSats using much more delicate components. But whatever the future may hold, CubeSats are a happening thing right now. There are commercial websites out there where you can custom build your own CubeSat starting with a base of one unit, or three units, or whatever, where a one-unit cube will set you back about 10000 bucks. This base unit is just a skeletal frame, a motherboard and processor, and various adapters and connectors. To make a fully functional satellite, you'll then need to buy various add-ons, most of which are essential components, but you can mix and match on price to achieve your preferred balance of cost versus functionality. There are solar panels and batteries and communication systems and antennae, and you can also add in attitude control and even a propulsion system, and there's a ton of emulators and connectors available to ensure all the various subsystems can talk to each other. What you do from there depends on what you actually want your CubeSat to do. For maybe 20000 bucks, you could have a CubeSat with electrical power generated by solar panels, which has computing and communications capacity, but if you wanted to do more than just orbit the Earth sending Sputnik-like location beeps, you'll need to make your CubeSat steerable and add cameras or detectors so that it can go and investigate some interesting phenomena. So, at the end of the day, it's more likely you'll end up spending around 50 grand just for a one-unit CubeSat. There are a few economies of scale if you want to ramp up to a 3, 6 or 12-unit CubeSat, but 50 grand per unit is a reasonable ballpark figure to run with. Once you have your completed CubeSat, there are also service providers who will help you to get it launched. There's one with the unfortunate acronym of ISIS, which is neither a terrorist organisation nor Sterling Archer's former employer, but rather innovative solutions in space. ISIS can organise you a slot on a launch schedule, as well as manage your pre-launch deployer integration campaign, which mainly means making sure your CubeSat will actually fit in the launch vehicle. That mostly involves matching your CubeSat with a P-Pod, a poly-pico-satellite orbital deployer, 
which can deploy CubeSats once they're in orbit. You'd probably still be looking at more than a million bucks to launch a 12-unit CubeSat, or anything bigger, but if you are happy staying small, the total cost of both building and launching a 1-unit CubeSat is a bit under 200 grand and falling. Of course, most of us don't have that kind of cash at hand. But with enough determination, you could enrol in a university, do an advanced degree or two, and eventually find yourself working on a CubeSat space mission. And just maybe, over the next decade or so, massification might occur, where growing demand and competition keep on pushing the price down until suddenly an average middle-class person can afford their own CubeSat. And that's when the whole industry could go through the roof. This really could happen if there's a compelling reason why everyone would want their own CubeSat up in orbit. It is difficult to see what that reason might be just now, but then the early adopters of integrated circuits, computers and modems were all just backroom nerds doing things that no one really saw the point of. Of course, if CubeSats do become the next big thing, we need to be mindful that lots of solid booster rocket launches will add a lot of pollution to the atmosphere, and having a lot of amateur CubeSats in orbit could risk triggering a space junk apocalypse. On the bright side, though, there's no reason to assume that all CubeSats are just going to orbit the Earth. The May 2018 launch of the InSight Mars lander will include two CubeSats that will fly to Mars alongside InSight and provide backup communications relay from InSight back to Earth during its Mars landing in November 2018. The CubeSats, also known as the Marco mission, are each six-unit CubeSats, and they will launch on the same rocket as InSight, but then detach and fly independently to Mars. They both have a rudimentary propulsion system that will enable some minor manoeuvring to get them on the right trajectory for a flyby of Mars, just as InSight is landing on the planet. So, for CubeSats, the sky is not the limit. Thanks for listening. This is Steve Nerlick from Cheap Astronomy, www.cheapastro.com. Cheap Astronomy offers an educational website where space really is getting cheaper. No ads, no profit, just good science. Bye. Of course, if CubeSats do become the next big thing, we need to be mindful that lots of solid rooster bucket.